Hello and welcome to Deep Dive from the Japan Times. I'm Oscar Boyd. On Friday, Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga announced he would not be running for re-election as the leader of the ruling Liberal Democratic Party this month, and in doing so, effectively resigned from his position as Prime Minister after just one year in office. Today, the Japan Times political correspondent Satoshi Sugiyama discusses Suga's sudden resignation and who might replace him as Prime Minister. This is one of two episodes we'll be releasing this week. On Wednesday, we'll be back on our regular schedule, talking to Lisa Du about the vaccine rollout. But considering the nature of the news, we thought we'd put together an extra episode this week to look at Suga's resignation. Enjoy. Satoshi Sugiyama, welcome back to Deep Dive. Thank you so much for having me again. It's a pleasure to have you back. So it was almost exactly a year ago that you were here talking with me about the resignation of Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. And now his replacement, Yoshihide Suga, has effectively announced his own resignation and is due to leave office at the end of this month. We just heard Suga there addressing a group of reporters at a press conference shortly after announcing that he would not be running for the leadership. But Satoshi, can you paint a picture for me? Where were you and what were you doing when Suga effectively announced his resignation? Yeah, so on Friday, um, I was waiting for a press briefing on the fourth floor of the Liberal Democratic Party headquarters. And um, earlier that week, Suga told uh, the party's secretary general, Toshihiro Nikai, that he would be reshuffling the party's executives uh, including Nikai, ahead uh, of the party presidential race on September 29. This is very unusual that Suga, who is the head of the party, he was going to replace executives ahead of the leadership contest. And people saw that as a move for him to stay in power by cutting off Nikai, who is the LDP's longest-serving secretary general, or more like of a shadow shogun for Suga. <laughs> Anyways, I saw Suga arriving and entering a room at 11.34 a.m. to reach a consensus among attendees on his plan to restructure the party's executive lineups. And at 11.50 a.m., an editor sent this message to a group chat that said, Suga's out? Question mark. And I was like, what the heck is he talking about? So I texted back, huh? And then all of a sudden, a one-line news alert popped up on my phone that said, Prime Minister announces he will not run in the Liberal Democratic Party presidential race. Wow, so that must have been quite a, quite a surprising moment. Yeah, so I freaked out. And I rushed back to my desk and saw the exact same thing on television. And adrenaline kicked off. And I started just frantically just typing out on my computer. You know, this queasy feeling I had was reminiscent of what I had experienced in August last year uh, when Prime Minister Shinzo Abe decided to step down from his post. Mm -hmm. So it was very, very weird. Yeah, I'm sure. And uh, I'm sure you've had a very sleepless weekend ever (laughs) since. It seems to be a habit for... uh, major decisions to be made late on a Friday or like on a Friday afternoon late in the week. Certainly, yeah. So obviously that particular moment was very surprising for you, but more generally, were you surprised at Suga's announcement or was the writing kind of on the wall that he was expected to resign? Well, interestingly, 
there was a rumor on Thursday that he might not actually run. And、um, he was going to visit the LDP headquarters around 4 p.m. on Thursday. And we learned about that shortly after 3 p.m. And among reporters, we thought, you know, that was quite strange. Well, Suga was going to visit the Nikai, the person that he was going to replace. For what reason?、Mm-hmm. The thinking among reporters and LDP politicians at the time was Suga might tell Nikai he would not be seeking re election and would step down as party president at the end of his term. But, you know, one senior administration official I talked to said at the time that, you know, that was a malicious rumor. And the prime minister was saying to the official, I would fight fair and square in the presidential election. And, you know, after that meeting took place, we learned that Suga actually told Nikai he would be running. Suga was reiterating to Nikai、uh, his determination to run. So we kind of settled down. So, this to me is kind of reminiscent again of that time before Abe was resigning, where every single person in the senior leadership within the LDP and every commentator was saying that Abe was definitely, definitely continuing. He, he was fine to continue as prime minister. And then all of a sudden, once again, almost overnight, it went from Abe being the prime minister to Abe resigning. Yeah.、Um, well, for Abe, he. Had well, his health was deteriorating, so that was one different factor、uh, to consider.、Uh, but certainly,、um, Suga、uh, was in a predicament, and、um, I believe there are a number of reasons that Suga decided not to seek his re election. Well, let's go into some of those reasons. Why didn't Suga seek re election? Right.、Uh, so, there, I believe there are a number of reasons. And first of all,、uh, the coronavirus.、Uh, the public was acutely dissatisfied with the, his prime minister's coronavirus response. And, you know, his cabinet approval rating had dropped around 30%. And in one poll, even below that threshold in August, Tokyo, Osaka, and many other cities have been under a state of emergency essentially since the beginning of this year. The Delta variant caused a massive spike of cases everywhere, and hospitals were overwhelmed. Some people who could not be admitted to hospitals ended up dying at their homes.、Mm. Nevertheless, the prime minister was determined to go ahead with the Olympics despite. Vocal public opposition. He did not really elaborate how the Olympics will not cause one massive cluster, other than repeatedly saying he will do everything he can to ensure it will be safe and secure without, again, providing clear evidence. And it definitely doesn't feel particularly safe and secure as Japan has. Experienced its worst wave of coronavirus exactly as the Olympics and Paralympics h a s occurred. And as you mentioned earlier, these states of emergencies have just been extended and extended and extended and extended, at least here in Tokyo and a lot of Japan's major metropolises. Exactly. And the public was really frustrated that there seems to be no exit strategy, there's no end in sight. Vaccination has ramped up, Japan is catching up. With other nations, in terms of you know, the 
share of population being vaccinated, but still, uh, the public did not really have confidence in how the prime minister was handling this crisis. And I think one of the reasons is his way of communicating with the public. You know, his messages on coronavirus response and argument in favor of holding the Olympics were very unsatisfactory to the public. And, you know, he is a very taciturn person. So he is not really that adept at public speaking. But since Abe quit, there was an immediate need, there was an urgent need to find his replacer so that, you know, the country will not descend into chaos. So Suga stepped in and, you know, became the prime minister. He had a high approval rating at the beginning, but his his response to the, again to the pandemic proved to be unsatisfactory to the public. Mm-hmm. And how has Suga's low approval rating over the summer and into the end of August played out politically in the lead up to his resignation announcement? Right. So politically, uh, the candidates that LDP or Sugar endorsed lost multiple by-elections and regional elections. The one that I think that was particularly devastating for Suga was a mayoral race in Yokohama. Uh, he supported a candidate, Hachiro Okonogi, who was a member of his cabinet before quitting and running for mayor. Uh, Suga's district is in Yokohama, and Suga actually served as a secretary to Okonogi's father for 11 years. So it was very personal that Okonogi's son ran for the race, so Suga ended up endorsing him, but the candidate lost and announced he would be retiring from politics. Wow, so this is a a, a really personal blow for Suga. Certainly, exactly. Yeah, it was devastating personal loss for Suga. And one LDP lawmaker told me that Suga actually felt responsible and felt sorry that, you know, he, he actually felt that it was him that ended Okonogi's political career. In addition, the results of the mayoral race in Yokohama made LDP lower house lawmakers, you know, who would be facing a general election this fall, extremely nervous. They thought that they would lose if Suga remains as the head of the party. But I believe that decisive factors were, again, the personal changes on the executive and this plan that he was actually going to call a snap election this month so that LDP leadership contest would be postponed and he did not have to face opponents. These developments gave an impression that Suga only cared about his survival and met with fierce opposition and anger from the party. Okay, so before he announced his intention not to run for the leadership race, he was facing both a lack of support from the public at large and this kind of morphed into a lot of internal opposition inside the party who were very worried that he was actually damaging for their own political careers. Certainly. Again, there will be a general election this fall, so a lot of LDP lawmakers were nervous.
And when will the LDP select its new leader? So despite Suga says he will not be seeking re-election, the schedule is pretty much set. The party's leadership contest campaigning officially kicks off on September 17, and voting will take place on September 29. A total of 766 votes, 383 from LDP lawmakers and 383 from rank-and-file members will be up for grabs. And... Like Suga before them, whoever's elected as the leader of the party, will they automatically then become prime minister? Well, considering that LDP and its junior coalition partner, Kumeto, have um, has a majority in the lower house, that seems to be the case. Mm-hmm. But you did also mention that there, there is a general election upcoming. So the new leader, will they have to face this immediate general election? So... Lower House lawmakers' term expires on October 21st. Uh, Before Friday, it was predicted that the most likely scenario for the Lower House election is going to be an October 17th voting day, with campaigning officially kicks off on October 5th. But since Suga will not be running, there will be a new party president. That means an extraordinary diet session needs to be convened so that the new party president can be installed as prime minister and former cabinet. The new prime minister uh, may want to deliver a speech to the lower house and opposition party leaders may want to ask the new prime minister questions. So it seems difficult for the campaign to start on October 5th It's not impossible, but it seems very difficult to proceed with the original planned schedule on October 17 voting date. Mm -hmm. Uh, Since the law stipulates that a general election needs to be held within 40 days of the dissolution date, that means if the new prime minister decides to, again, dissolve the lower house close to October 21, the latest date an election could be held would be November 30. And since it's it's been a precedent that an election will take place on Sunday, uh, the the most likely date will be November 28th. Mm-hmm. At this point, and I'm sure this is likely to change over the coming days, as it always <laughs> does, who do we suspect or who do we know is likely to run for the leadership? Right. So several people have either come out or will be expected to declare candidacy this week. Uh, one thing to keep in mind is, you know, not everyone just can simply announce their candidacy. One major hurdle a candidate has to clear would be a candidate has to obtain the endorsement of 20 lawmakers in the LDP to take part in the leadership election. One contender is Humio Kishida. Uh, Before Friday, uh, Kishida had been seen as the most viable rival to Suga. And I went to Kishida's news conference where he declared his candidacy. You know, he was very... He did not name drop Suga, but he was very critical of Suga's coronavirus measures. And he provoked Nikai uh, with a proposal to limit party executive terms to three years consecutively. Mm. So yeah, Kishida was hoping to consolidate votes from lawmakers and rank and file members who dislike both of them. 
but again, uh, since Suga will not be running, uh, he has to rethink his campaign strategies, uh, which was tailored to beating Suga. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of Suga, Suga announcing he would not run has kind of taken the sting out of the tail of Kishida's election strategy at the moment. Certainly, that is the challenge for uh, Kishida for now. And another person that seems to be interested in running is Taro Kono, who is the minister in charge of administrative reforms and vaccine rollout. You know, he has uh, reportedly decided to run in the LDP leadership election. Uh, He served as both defense and foreign ministers before. He attended Georgetown University in Washington so that he is fluent in English. You know, he is known for being social media savvy and he is the public's number one pick for the party president in polls after polls. And so far, Japan hasn't had a single female prime minister. Are there any women running in the race or hoping to run in the race for LDP leadership? Actually, yes. Media reports are saying that former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe will endorse former Internal Affairs Minister Sanai Takaichi. Uh, she is one of the few high-profile female lawmakers in the country, and she would align more closely ideologically with the former Prime Minister. So she hopes to gain support from the more conservative and hawkish wing of the party. Before we wrap up, I did want to ask, like, what does this mean for the opposition parties, the parties apart from the LDP, for, for the sitting prime minister to effectively announce his resignation after a highly unpopular Olympics and in the middle of you know Japan's worst wave of coronavirus? It feels like they should have a really good chance of being elected in the next general election. Is this the case? Well, um, interesting. That is a very interesting question. Uh, um, but the chances of opposition parties taking over the lower house continues to be very, very slim. Even before Suga's announcement, opposition parties' approval rating is in essentially single digit. And uh, that is because opposition parties have been really fractured and uh, and the public does not necessarily have full confidence in the opposition party either. Uh, they still remember the Democratic Party of Japan, which governed Japan from 2009 through 2012. And the public still remembers how bad they were and you know their handling of the 2011 earthquake and Fukushima nuclear disasters. But uh, you know, opposition parties have been hoping that, you know, based on these local election results, they were hoping to gain significant number of seats so that at least they could gain more strength to counter LDP uh, after the election. But again, since Suga is out of the picture, opposition parties are worried that their chances of gaining seats has diminished in the election. Japan is pretty famous for having this kind of revolving door of prime ministers coming in and staying in term for a year, maybe two years. Abe was kind of the exception to this. And when we talked about his resignation last year, it came at the end of what, eight years in power? Seven years and eight months, I think. Yeah. 
is there a worry that now that Suga has resigned from his post that this cycle might start over again that we might see years and years to come of kind of very short-lived short-term prime ministers well certainly and you know again this is this worries a lot of allies United States and, you know, other countries, especially, you know, uh, in the times of turbulence and in international affairs. Uh, But domestically, I mean, no matter who wins the LDP presidential race, the coronavirus pandemic will remain a key challenge. So considering that an upper house election must be held next year, there is a great chance that a potential prime minister struggles to handle the pandemic as Suga did and ends up exactly like Suga, you know, being another caretaker prime minister and again and again and again. So there is certainly a worry that Suga's departure has, you know, restarted this very bad, unhealthy cycle of revolving door prime ministership. Satoshi, thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. That was the Japan Times' political correspondent, Satoshi Sugiyama. All his reporting from the ground, chasing down politicians and prime ministerial hopefuls can be read online at japantimes.co.jp. And Satoshi's articles from the last few days of political turmoil are linked in the show notes. If you like Deep Dive, please do rate us, review us, follow us on Twitter or shoot us a mail. All our info is in the episode notes. Until next time, as always, Podskare Summer.